Welcome, welcome. This is Evan. And Jesse Richards. And this is the, the Rich, Rich Life, Life Podcast. Podcast. We are high school sweethearts and have been married for over a decade. And if you add all that up, that's over half of our life. We've grown up together, struggled and succeeded together, and learned a ton along the way. We're raising three energetic boys. Who are always reminding us why we can't have nice things. <laughs> but we love them. We understand that life gets hard sometimes. But through our own journey, we've learned to focus on the richness of life. Our relationship, our kids, and our love. The Rich Life Podcast is our field guide to lead you and your partner to see your own life's riches. And that married life is so much better together when you're both working towards the same goal. You're listening to The Rich Life Podcast. Hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. In this episode, we are celebrating 12 years of marriage. 12 years. Can you believe it's been that long already? I really can't. No, my time has flown, especially with us having kids. <laughs> I'm not joking. They made time fly so much faster. We're kind of in or a maybe, daze. Maybe it's just adulthood. Maybe yeah, we that didn't, too. Maybe we didn't realize how slow time actually was <laughs> when we were younger. And then we got old. And we Speak for gained... yourself. I am not old. All right, fine. We gained adulting... <laughs> Responsibilities, responsibilities. <laughs> and privileges, and time just went. Whoosh. Yeah, wake up and it's twelve years after I do. Yeah, but we're here. We are, and we have twelve tips that have got us to twelve years. And we took them one step at a time, every single day. And we're here to share with you those tips because it really is those little things that we do every day that really make the big impact to have a happy marriage and not just go through the motions, right? Because if the time is going to pass anyways, let's have some fun in the meantime. Yeah. I mean, if you're not laughing, then you're not getting more connected with your partner, I say. All right, let's dive into it. Number one. Brutal honesty. I think brutal honesty is crucial because, especially with our history like we grew to a place of we need to be completely transparent with each other and that allowed us to grow closer and nurture that relationship you know there's a lot of different uh ways that people communicate within a relationship and for us being totally transparent was really the way that we grew together as a couple definitely if you have that transparency and you're completely see-through in your relationship there's nothing there's nothing to hide either. So I think if you are brutally honest with your partner, it creates a hell of a lot less avenues to hide down and hide something from your partner. If you're just completely upfront with them in every single aspect of your life, I mean, you can't go wrong. Number there's- two, be intentional with having fun. How do you have fun with me? Because I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm just sitting over here just wondering, like, what's fun to you? <laughs> we have a lot of fun, whether we're just sitting at home with the kids, whether it's after the kids are in bed. Picking on each other, scaring each other. <laughs> we do jump scares with each other. 
<laughs> we'll be lurking I, behind a corner. I never let out. her hold on to that one scare for too long. I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta crouch down behind something. We, I gotta to gotta fill in our listeners. We started in the this shadows probably six months ago, maybe if that. Oh yeah, it started at the new house. Yeah, and we just started. There's so many like little doorways and entryways and whatever that you can hide behind and hide under and the kids have gotten in on it too but Evan I just will jump out and it's almost like you get a point it's like this irrelevant scoreboard that we just have in our heads of I can definitely I got say, you I'm up <laughs> I don't think you're up <laughs> I don't know what the score um, is, but I'm almost positive I'm winning. <laughs> it sounds like I'm winning if you don't know what the score is. But the point is, be intentional about having fun together. And you don't always have to spend money. It doesn't always have to be a night out on the town or anything like that. You guys know what is fun for you. And it's just about having that fun together. It's not always in front of a TV. It's not always at a restaurant or going to the movies sometimes it's just being silly together yeah and it could be pulling out a deck of cards and playing go fish it doesn't matter as long as you're having fun and laughing i think that is in speed we like speed yeah it's about having fun yeah that's all it is number three patience now this can be hard for some it was definitely hard for us to get used to um but i think the example of patience that i want to spell out is not everything has to be done on your timeline it can you have to understand your partner's circumstance and what they're going through whether or not it's work or how much they've handled the kids that day or just in general about what they're going through in life not everything that is on your radar is on their radar and sometimes they might need a little bit of insight on what is going through your head before you actually get mad at them about something. So, for instance, if the dishes don't get done right away, that's that's kind of like um, last on my list for things to get done around the house. And it's not always something that I see until the sink is overflowing. And then as soon as the sink's overflowing, I get to it right away. So it's not always... Well, and I have an example of this. Okay. So just yesterday, you knew that I wasn't feeling the greatest, and you were on your way home from work, and you said, hey, are you hungry? And I said, not really, you know, kind of had a late lunch, and you were starving. You got home, and you immediately jumped into cooking and... I, you know, was in the shower and I got out of the shower. You had dinner on the table. You and the kids were eating. And that to me was such a gift and a blessing because you had the patience with me to know, hey, Jesse yeah. needs to, to take care of her and I'm going to take care of me and the, and the boys. And I so appreciated that in that moment because it really allowed me to just not feel good and enjoy my shower and you know everybody was taken care of even after you had a super long day and in turn I felt better today and I made dinner and hopefully it was was a good repayment (laughs) nothing has to be repaid (laughs) no but I I appreciated that especially after you having such a long day that you came home and just 
took care of it. I didn't have to ask you. you yeah. Just, you just kind of took took care of it all. So. But basically, the stuff on your the to sum it up, stuff on your radar isn't always necessarily the things that are on your partner's radar. So just give them an opportunity to react mm-hmm. to what's on your radar, especially if you haven't even told them that that was on your radar in the first place. You're confusing me with how many times you're saying radar. I think a good question. I'm sorry, that's that work ask, related. <laughs> I think a good question that we do ask. Um, I think we could get better at asking this, but it's something that I always love and appreciate and value is when you say, is there anything I can help you with or do for you today? Yeah. So that's a good check-in. Yeah, in, sure. in In translation for what you're using radar for. Yeah. Okay. How would it feel to get over a fight in minutes instead of hours? How would it feel to be more connected with your spouse after every fight? And I'm just curious, what if you were able to break down your walls and get closer with your partner? What would that be worth to you? If you've ever felt defeated, frustrated, or unheard after a fight with your partner, we know how that feels. From the silly fights to the big blow-ups, how do you and your spouse resolve and reconnect? In our free Couples Guide to End All Arguments, we share five easy ways to get over a fight fast and never go to bed angry again. Go to royallyrichards.com forward slash rich love to download your free guide now. Number four. (laughs) You're goof. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hold grudges. Don't yeah. hold weight. Don't hold weight on somebody else. Um, basically, if you hold remorse over the other person, that's that's only going to create more tension and more arguments and frustration and within your relationship. If you're holding something over your partner's head, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not even giving them the opportunity to own up to their mistakes and if they have owned up to their mistakes you're not giving them the benefit of the doubt that they understand where they went wrong and that they are truly apologetic for what they've done wrong well and i would say that holding grudges hurts you more than it hurts the other person so just kind of perspective it's like do you really want to add poison to your relationship you know Mm -hmm. If you, if you want to truly grow with your partner and you've got some stuff that you need to work out, then do that. You know, in, in previous episodes, we've talked about, you know, Evan and I going to a counselor and really working on how to improve our communication within our own relationship. But in that growth, you need to let go of those grudges. You need to let go of past hurts, past remorse. Um, you know, no one is perfect, honestly. Uh, you know, if you think that you are, or you expect it from your partner, you know, you're going to be let down. And mm-hmm. so it's important to know that we're all human and mistakes get made and we all deserve forgiveness when those mistakes are made. And so let go of those grudges. Your relationship will benefit from it. Definitely. Number five, laugh together daily. It doesn't matter what it is. Make sure that you get a little giggle. Inside your tickle. (laughs) (laughs) 
shoot yes whether it's the jump scares which that always makes us laugh um if the kids aren't around i did try to pants you earlier you were unsuccessful because <laughs> i knew it's exactly where, you're, where you were going with that but it doesn't yeah it doesn't matter be kids yeah yeah definitely bring the joy out in each other's face and in each other's heart and it doesn't matter if it's showing something funny that you saw on facebook to each other it doesn't matter if you're showing them a funny show that you saw, a part of it, um, or just being goofy with each other and creating a joke on the spot. And Just laugh. Yeah, just laugh. Have Life fun. Life is hard enough, guys. Like, have fun together. Laugh together. It's so important. Number six. Surprise each other. I love... When you bring me flowers home from work, you, it'll just be like out of the blue. You've got this adorable little smirk on your face and you'll just whip these flowers out from behind your back. And it's almost always like just because flowers and it just brightens up my whole day. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily have to be as far as that goes with gifts. It can also be with texts as you were, as we were writing these out and Um, saying that, that does make a good sense to, I mean, just those little texts, letting them know, I miss, I, miss I miss you like crazy today, mm-hmm. or um, I can't wait to be home and spend time with you. It lets the other person know that you're thinking about them. So whether it's through a text, whether it's through a gift, it doesn't matter what it is. Those little surprise moments where you guys can connect, even if you're not physically together. You know, I I love, actually, that we still text and, like, flirt when we text. Yeah. Like, like we're still dating. Like, it's... Because we are. (laughs) We are. You're my girlfriend. Yes. And I'm your boyfriend. For life. For life. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like I said, it doesn't matter what you're surprising the other person with. Just letting them know and that you're on that they are on your mind Mm -hmm. it's a that's a surprise enough because we have we deal with enough throughout the day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. just letting your partner know hey you're on my mind is surprise enough because i mean there's so many distractions throughout everyone's day especially in today's world and you can have a lot of fun with gifts oh yeah gif gif yeah gifts yeah without the t right within text so just have fun with it flirt a little extra surprise your boo it'll make all the difference so as far as the girlfriend boyfriend comment that leads us to our seven number seven still treat your partner as if you're still dating now that could be being show showing a little bit of chivalry because there's not a lot of that in this world nowadays either Mm -hmm. um and open the car doors for your your wife, girlfriend, I know that's not really the thing you do as a girl doing it for the guy, but... <laughs> I open the door for you sometimes when we're going into the store, or but the boys like almost sh- always... I feel like poop. Yeah, if you don't feel good, but the boys almost always will open it more, for, like take the responsibility off of me, and I think it's because they've seen you do it for me so many times. Like yeah. even Colin, oh right? Oh my gosh, we Colin went for is ice cream. very uh, <laughs> assertive with his door opening. No, 
I got it. You go. I got it. (laughs) But it's because he's seen you do it. And he he sees that that's like a, a courtesy and something. But also to add to this point is I heard if you treat your relationship the way you did in the beginning, there won't be an end. And I think that that is such a powerful statement because we work so hard when we're dating, right? We, we yeah. send the, I love you. We notes. try to impress the other one. Yeah. You put your best foot forward. You know, you really don't show those little flaws. Yeah. You try to be in your, flawless in your personality and absolutely. And of course, you know, as time goes by, those flaws tend to show up and pop up because you're in a relationship together, but it's about figuring out how to support each other and still go that extra mile for your partner. Like just because you guys said I do, just because there's years within your relationship now doesn't mean the that effort has to end. Well, it doesn't mean that the the quote unquote honeymoon phase has to yeah, end either. True. I mean, if you continue to treat your partner with respect and you continue to try to impress them on a daily basis, I mean, that dating phase that honeymoon phase never has to end and nobody wants to get out of that anyway nobody wants to that's the fun part yeah nobody (laughs) wants to get out of the fun part of the relationship nobody wants to have it be a drag so i feel if you definitely treat your partner as if you did when you first started dating Mm -hmm. i i agree with that it'll never end and i'm looking forward to ours never ending i love you eight Take an interest in your partner's life. Ask questions. So, I think it's important. I've got an example for this. Um, you really like fantasy football. And, and you don't understand it. But I don't understand it. But I have been asking questions. And, and I, I do actually, like that your ears perk up. And I am... Makes like, me I'm not... feel smart when I explain stuff. <laughs> but I'm I'm not just asking the question and then tuning you out. Like, I'm actually asking the question and taking an, an interest because it's something that you are interested in. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate when there's something that I'm working on, whether it's work-related or maybe I learned something new yeah, with website your... design yep. or, you know, something else. And when you're and... talking about the coding and the back <laughs> and the back end of projects, it goes straight <laughs> over my head. But I'm interested and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm definitely willing to hear what you're doing in life right yeah. now. And so even if your partner really loves something that you know next to nothing about... Take an interest because if it interests them, they will appreciate the fact that you're taking the time to show an interest in their passions. Yeah, and they'll definitely be passionate about explaining anything that you're willing to hear about. <laughs> I mean, whether or not it's how, like like, like Jesse was saying with the fantasy football, how points are scored or what happens if... This guy scores a touchdown, or what how happens if team gets if this yeah and, how yeah. what happens if this team gets an interception or whatever the question might be? I mean, her just taking an interest in that. I mean, she might forget it tomorrow, but <laughs> and I might she, ask again. She might ask the same question <laughs> again, but it, I mean, just showing that little bit of interest is it definitely brings more passion to the relationship. Number nine. Keep your marriage and your relationship private. 
And we have a whole episode on this on the podcast. It is episode number three. So you can go to royallyrichards.com and you can check out that or on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. But episode three really dives into this. So we're just going to touch on it a little bit. And we'll say that when you want to keep or why you want to keep your marriage private is because, you know, the opinions of others inside of your marriage, your relationship are not your own. It's it really distorts mm-hmm. the the feelings that you have about your partner really quickly mm-hmm. because it it just can get messy. Yeah, cuz I mean you have a picture that you've painted of your marriage or your relationship that is nobody else's and nobody can touch it. As soon as you have a disagreement or an argument with your partner, it then in turns a I mean, then in turn takes your opinion, and if you spread it to other people, you're then showing them your painting and saying, okay, what's wrong with it? And then they're giving their own opinions on it, and the picture all of a sudden turns into a different one. It gets painted differently. Your marriage is your own artwork. Yeah, your marriage is your own artwork. It turns into a different painting when you bring the opinions of others into it. So it's best to just... Keep it a, what what is it, uh, keep it a closed gallery and just let your painting exclusive admission. be exclusively your own example. painting and keep it private between you and your partner. There you go, metaphor for the day. Keep go listen your, to episode three. Yeah, keep your artwork private. Oh, man. Okay. 10. Be spontaneous. Now, this doesn't have to necessarily be bringing home gifts like we had mentioned earlier. It could be you guys are both scrolling on a day off and you want to get out of the house. So you say, okay, come on. Time to get ready. Get up. Let's go. Let's let's go to the park. Walk around. Mm -hmm. Let's let's go feed the ducks. We've done that before. Changing the routine. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, I like when we do something that's not expensive because I tend to be a little bit on the frugal side. So it's nice when that like monetary anxiety doesn't get triggered if we do like too many things. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just about breaking up the routine and surprising. I mean, this kind of goes into surprising your spouse a little bit, but it's that spontaneity of like in the moment, you know, acting on, hey, let's go do this thing. Let's go make some memories. Let's go have some fun together. Doing let's something go have a, that we let's don't have really a water balloon fight. Right? Oh we my gosh. Do that. We've had three of those this year <laughs> and they've all been fun. Oh, they have. Well, thank goodness for whoever invented those things where you can blow up. Bunch of balloons. Bunch of balloons. Shout out to you guys because you can hook up a hose and fill up like 500 water balloons in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a couple of 500 count water balloon fights. <laughs> Don't knock it till you and, try it. And the kids have loved it. Oh yeah. They definitely loved it. And if you can um if you have kids, bring your kids into the spontaneity of your oh, day. Yeah. They love I it. mean, that just expands I think the feeling of togetherness and unity within you, your partner and your family. Number 11. Grow together. Nobody gets left behind. And I think that this one is 
a personal, like this one strikes a chord for us because we have really made an effort throughout our marriage to do things together, to grow together, to whether it's working out together, whether it's starting to eat healthier together, whether it's, you know, let's tie up our finances and get on a budget together, like whatever it is that you guys are doing, you know, personal development, whatever it is, it needs to be something that you guys can get unified on. Because when you guys are doing it together as a team, it's so much easier. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Um, And I'll go to that, to a saying that I've heard before is one mind can do most things Two more, two or more minds can do anything. If you have this, if you have more than one mind working towards the same goal, whether or not it's losing weight, whether or not it's getting healthy and eating better, um, growing your personal developed mindset, and it doesn't matter what it is. If you're both doing the same thing, you can both encourage each other through the struggles and try to, I mean, grow together. Make sure that you're there to back each other up. And make sure that you're not leaving your partner behind. I mean, that's the, I think, a big part of it is that you're not watching your part, your other partner fail while you're getting better yourself. I think that it is important to say, though, like, if you're motivated to, let's just say, work out, like, do it for you and your partner is more than welcome to join you. And I think it's important to just focus on that growth together and moving towards a similar goal. Definitely. And last but not least, number 12. Can we get a drum roll? That's the best one we got. We don't got a table here (laughs) or pencils for that matter. (laughs) Learn how to be intimate without intimacy. Um... I think I'm going to go with the example of our long stretches of just hugging. Um, I think I grow closer to you every single time that we just sit there and hug for about 20, 30 seconds. It gives me the time that I need before I walk out the door knowing that I'm going to miss you um, before a long day. If I give you a long hug after I get home, it gives me the time to unwind from the day and actually be home. And just being able to unload my longing for you that day and just letting you know with emotion and with physical touch that, God, I love you. I love you too. I love our long hugs. I love when we can like go forehead to forehead and just kind of take a few breaths, you know, and it just really centers me to, I don't know, the, the way that we can connect and I mean, this might sound cheesy, but it's like the world stands still and it just, it's like a recharge for, for my heart. Yeah. You know, we do that in in bed as well and sometimes we fall asleep that way as we just snuggle and put our heads together and you know, just take in that moment and 
not all intimacy has to be sex, right? Like, nope. it doesn't have need... to be touchy feely, kissy face, huggy bear, <laughs> underneath the sheets, being freaks. It doesn't matter. We, I mean, it's connection yep. on more than just a physical, physical level. Yeah, it's definitely. I think our long periods of intimacy with just holding each other doesn't necessarily recover us physically but it recovers us more so mentally and spirit i mean soulfully spiritually i mean it lets us get connected on a deeper level we're not saying that intimacy through sex isn't needed that i mean every relationship needs Needs. sex yeah but if you learn how to be intimate without the touchy-feely kissy face huggy bear You'll build a deeper connection. Definitely. The, the connection will continue to get deeper every day that you practice this. So, babe, after 12 years of marriage, mm-hmm. and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, if you've dreamed about your wedding day and something didn't go exactly how you wanted or you wish you would have done things differently, I had those moments within my own wedding and, you know, the cake wasn't exactly how I wanted. And, you know, the just, sermon was too long. <laughs> you know, my, my hair, oh, I wish I would have done it this way and da da da. Like, there's all these different things that after we got married, I was like, oh, you know, I would have changed it. And I'm so thankful that after 12 years, you are the constant. You, I would not change a single moment with you. I'm so glad that I said I do 12 years ago. And I'm so thankful that our relationship has grown the way that it has. And I'm looking forward to many more years with you. I will have to agree with everything that you just said. And I'm just, I'm glad that day by day it continues to get better. And I continue to grow more deeply in love with you every single step of the way. And I wouldn't trade any moment in our life and any experience that we've shared for anything. I love you. I love you. So guys, I hope you got so much value from this episode. We really wanted to just celebrate not only 12 years of marriage, but also sharing a little bit of what has gotten us to this point. And so I hope these tips have helped you. And also, if today is your anniversary and you're listening to this on your anniversary, happy Happy anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> Until next time, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. How would it feel to have a better marriage? How would it feel to be more connected with your spouse? And I'm just curious what if you were able to grow closer to your partner on a daily basis? What would that be worth to you? If you've ever desired a healthy and strong relationship full of passion and love, but life, busy schedules, and kids are burning you out, we know how you feel. From the day-to-day mundane tasks, bickering kids, and trying to cook dinner, when do you and your partner find time to connect? In our course, Love Untangled, we break down the tangible tips to help your relationship grow in love, in trust, and in connection. We've overcome it all, and this is our personal field guide to show married couples that love is worth fighting for. For more information, go to royallyrichards.com forward slash loveuntangled.